0: Grab a six-pack, sit back, to prepare to laugh. It's John Dasher's podcast, 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 podcast. Grab a six-pack, sit back, to prepare to laugh. It's John Dasher's podcast, 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 podcast. Grab a six-pack, sit back, to prepare to laugh. It's John Dasher's podcast, 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 podcast. Grab a six-pack, sit back, to prepare to laugh. It's John Dasher's podcast. Back to the back to back to the back of back back to the back of the back of the back to the back back to the back to the back to the back of the back 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 to prepare and laugh. It's podcast podcast back 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 the of back I'm, your host, as always. I'm Tyler. And joining me the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gable. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey, Tyler. I am doing okay. <laughs> Lots of positives this week. After going through the work week and doing all the slog and stuff. You know, it was kind of funny. I had to do a couple different tasks in my work this week. Where it's like I simultaneously had to dust off a couple of ramps and stuff that we had to put out in the store. And on top of that, the same day I had to... Uh, Literally do maintenance on a handicap sign because somebody had taken the sign completely off of a pole. I think either I'm not too sure whether they uh, the the bolts or something like that just popped off or something like that. But I literally had a handicap sign in my hand and I was trying to find some nuts and bolts in order to screw it into a fucking pole. (laughs) So I did that. It it took me like freaking five minutes. The only thing that was the the hardest part was trying to find the freaking thick screws without any washers or something. But, uh, yeah, I fixed a sign, handicapped <laughs> <kept laughs> handicap sign. But uh, that's not just the regular positives. Today was a lot of positive stuff, too. For one, I found out that I can download all my Wii content. Back, you know, the virtual console games that I had, and then, like, the WiiWare stuff. I could re-download them on my Wii U. Because hmm. when I did my maintenance of my Wii U, like, about a year and a half or so ago... I had to reset my Wii system, and I thought I'd lost my virtual console games. So yeah, decided to just, like, I was just thinking about it during the, over the week. It's like, can I actually do that? I'm going to try it. And all of a sudden, it's just, it just worked. It's like, okay. Okay, I'm going to play some games. Nice. <laughs> so the other positive was after I would think about three or four months inside of a pawn shop layaway, I went ahead and I got out my computer. So at the moment it's a I believe it's like a 2016 like 20 God it must be like about a 24 26 inch like uh, laptop nice so it's not so bad and stuff I probably am going to be trying to be in the ballpark or trying to replace the battery you know the the internal battery of the thing is probably not going to be that expensive to replace so it's just it's just saying that it's just. Uh, the battery charge is a little bit lower than what it should be, quintessentially. So, I'm looking upon Amazon. Some of them are not really all too bad to replace. Maybe like about maybe 20 or 25 bucks. Just nothing too big. But right. uh, the fact of the matter is, now I got myself a working laptop to where if I want to make some content or if I want to go through and stream some stuff for extra life, which that was the major reason why. Not only did I did that, but getting my Elgato, all that stuff, just like piled Dome. in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, all the right. random sticks reference of the week. Yes. So,
0: It's it's <laughs> going on. This is a 232nd week in a row we've had a uh, sticks reference. You guys have, you guys, it's it's the longest streak no one knew about.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But other than that, other than that, man, it's just been, it's actually kind of an awesome day. How have you been, Tyler? doing all right. Um, kind okay, of, you know, crazy
0: work week as always. Uh, but kind of a crazy day, Saturday, of course. Uh, I took Louie to the uh, pet groomer for the first time ever today. Uh, <laughs> that bundle time, energy. <laughs> yeah, uh, first time I ever took him to the groomer. Uh, take him, take him since we got him. Take him somewhere, uh, and he like he hasn't been like we've been apart, but he wasn't home. Like, usually you know, I go to work every day, and he stays at home. It's whatever. But I, I actually dropped him off the groomer and then left him. Okay. Um, so we were apart for a whole two – for two hours. Okay. And uh, I am proud to say I only cried for 118 of those minutes. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it, it was a rough two hours. I didn't know what to do. Like, I don't – like, I've never been in this – I haven't been in this house for almost two years without him here. Usually he's just, like, around me 24-7 when I'm home. Uh, but he wasn't. But, um, it's home now. He's, he's looking good. He smells nice. His skin, his, his fur is really shiny and it feels really soft. It's nice. I like it. It's give it a day. <laughs> yeah, give it a day. Give it a day. Give it hey, a I'm, day. I'm just happy, like, he doesn't, he's not going to go out. Like, eventually, it's rainy here. So I imagine eventually he's going to, like, walk outside and roll in the mud or something and ruin it. But, um, no, it's cool he's home. Uh, My, uh, and also my, uh, family got a, uh, dumpster, a 15 foot dumpster to get all the garbage and shit out of the house that's been building up over the last five, six years or so. Bam. And, uh, we were throwing out some boxes and stuff in the basement. And, uh, when I got my Wii long, long time ago, over a decade ago, I gave my GameCube and pretty much all my games, uh, excuse me, to my sister. Um, she was younger and, uh gonna find out we didn't have the gamecube anymore or i couldn't find the gamecube but i found a bunch of like old gamecube games yeah uh, i found wwe day reckoning 2 <laughs> uh, i found donkey conga uh, okay. uh and and the drums i nice. found the drums yeah those were in the dumpster but i, I thought i'm like ooh, if i would have found the gamecube i probably would have like plugged it in one more time uh just to play Donkey Konga, but uh, yeah. It was kinda, it was, it, it's all gone now, but it was... Uh, I'm like, I had like some, some nostalgia I'm like, oh man. I, I could do some... I could probably play some Rock Lobster on, on hard and still get 100% right now And Donkey Konga. <laughs> it's fucking all mental at this point. i put played that song so many times in there. Do, 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 do. <laughs> we were at that age. Everybody had matching towels. Sorry. Uh, now we're going to get hit on youtube for copyright because of that uh rock lobster sorry (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um but no it was kind of cool to see that and i'm like oh man i put i don't know how many hours into that game just the first one and it had like 20 songs on it you know uh I, i beat the shit out of those 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 uh drums though Sorry, I'm reminiscing about Don Kong again. <laughs> uh, it's been a while, but man, that game's good. Anyways, um, sorry about that. Tripped down memory lane for you guys. Uh, but I want to get some things out of the way before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Uh, first up, Extra Life. Uh, I'm going to mention it every week here on out until mid-November. Um, but uh, it's coming up. It's four weeks away as of today, as of, as of recording. Uh, yes. Um, if we, if we were uh, – if it was f- four weeks from now exactly, it would be uh, 11 p.m. Central time. Now 11.01 just switched. on I me mean, as I said that. Uh, and I would still have an, an additional 10 hours left to go. Uh, actually, scratch that. 11 hours because it takes place on Daylight Saving times because uh. it's a 25-hour mar- marathon. Uh-huh. Um, some people haven't been listening to the show very long or maybe don't uh, actually know what it is. uh Extra Life is a really cool charity that um, extra life.org is where you go to check it out at um, where we raise money for um, sick kids. Uh, all the money goes to Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Uh, you sign up, you get to pick the hospital. It's any hospital in the United States. Um, Fortunately, they stopped doing worldwide hospitals. It's only the United States ones. But every money, every dime that you raise goes to those hospitals. Uh, currently, uh, my, I'm raising money for the Iowa City Hospital and Gables is raising it for the Seattle Hospital. Yep. Um, takes place on Saturday, November 4th. Once again, 25 straight hours of gaming. Uh, website says 24, but I'm doing 25. I don't know if – used to always say 25. Now it says 24, so I don't know what they're doing now. But I'm still going to do 25 because it's the same time. Uh, but, yeah, you go on there. If you, if you guys want to uh, uh, support us and uh, raise money and donate money to us, you want to well uh we'd, we'd love you if you did it uh i'm tyler courtney on there you can just go to the page extra-life.org and search for player type my name in and click on the big donate button uh and if you want to donate to gables uh it oh, is yeah. gabe uh bagno if you don't want a bag just say no um <laughs> still it's the funniest thing you might have ever said to me um uh, that was like four years ago and i still laugh at that uh but um yeah so if you guys are interested in donating to us we greatly appreciate. push it or are interested in, in, in signing up yourself uh that's great any uh i don't really care if the, if i get the money or not uh just as long as people are aware of it people are raising money uh and just if you know anybody that's gaming that might be interested in doing something like this tell them about it uh it's a cool thing uh that more people should do i think last year they raised over 10 million dollars um Oh, yeah. and a lot of that and a lot of the money they raised uh, came on on in one day. So on game day. Um, so, yeah, cool thing going on. Uh, that's coming up in four weeks. Exactly. Uh, it's my favorite, least favorite day of the year, as I say, every year. Um, and I'm excited for it. Uh, but moving on, um, we're going to jump into some news, actually, real quick. Uh, knock, that ass up, knock that out real quick. Not a lot going on this week. Uh, kind of had to uh, pull some stuff together. Uh, just. Not a, not anything crazy. Everybody's busy making games or releasing games right now, um, or preparing to release games. So news is kind of slim, uh, and it might seem to be slim for a while, which is fine with me personally. I'd rather have games to play and then talk about games that are coming out later. Oh uh, yeah. So first up, uh, not really a lot to say about this, but Inside, uh, which came out last summer, uh, it was on Justin and I's uh, top ten games of the year. I think it was like ninth for me. and I think it was Justin's like fourth or fifth, maybe Maybe it was a little higher. I can't remember exactly, but it was in our game of the year for 2016. Excellent game from play dead uh, makers of limbo. Uh, Their game is officially coming to the switch inside. Once again, Uh. Um, no details exactly when that might be, um, they haven't got uh, no release, no release window, uh, no screenshots, no gameplay. Uh, they just kind of a press release coming out saying they're making it for the Switch. Uh, not too terribly surprising. Uh, pretty much, if you are a small indie developer (using quotations there), your game, uh, whether the game's been out for a year or two or not, uh, that game's coming to the Switch. Uh, so yeah, uh, great game. It means more people that might not that might have missed it. Um, are going to play it, check it out for the first time hopefully, and and if you did play it there it is on the Switch, check it out again it's an excellent game Gables, did you play this game?
1: (laughs) I have not played Inside still, and I definitely do need to, considering that Limbo is one of my favorite games that come out from last generation
0: yeah, Yeah, (sighs) Limbo is excellent Um,
1: dude, dude, it would be freaking excellent though if they did release it as a compilation package like they did on PS4 and Xbox One you know, with Limbo and Inside, that would be excellent.
0: yeah, yeah, I could see that happening. I would, I wouldn't be surprised actually if they did. That would make that makes too much sense because they did release re release Limbo for PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, uh, a couple years ago. So yeah, I hope that I hope that's the case. But uh, I thought it was quite a cool thing. Uh, it's a game that we talked about quite a bit last year on the show, uh, and I felt like we should have mentioned it again because I want more people to play these games. They're great, um, and I can't wait for the next game. Uh, moving on. Next topic. Uh, so horizon zero dawn. Uh, I talked about it a lot at the beginning of the year. Uh, one of my, one probably it's spoiler. It's going to be one of the higher rated games in my game of the year list. Um, as of right now, obviously mm. uh, we're at the beginning of October. There are five excellent games still to come out in the next three weeks. Yep. Um, uh, if you've listened to the show long enough, you know what those are. Um, uh, for me personally, there's five great games and then November and there's a whole other topic on top of that. um, but anyways, uh, they are releasing a complete edition on December fifth. Uh, it's gonna be fifty dollars,
1: hmm.
0: and the complete edition actually comes with uh, the base game, and it comes with basically what it is. It's the digital deluxe edition. Um, it comes with all that content plus the uh, Frozen Wilds, which is the DLC expansion pack that comes out on November seventh. Um, and I think that's twenty bucks alone. Fifteen if you pre-ordered it and you're a PS Plus member. Uh, so, pretty good value. The dig- I actually purchased the digital, the digital Deluxe Edition. That's tough to say really fast. Uh, when the game first came out, it was $70 then. And it came with a bunch of extra bows and costumes and uh, like packs and stuff you can uh, in the game. Uh, and then I also bought Frozen Wilds. I pre-ordered it. So, that's 15 bucks. So, $85 in content I put into it. Not complaining. I love that game. I'm, I'm, I, every penny I put into it is well worth it. Uh, but basically, you can get all of that for 50 bucks on December 5th. Uh, something I want to point out because that game was excellent, and I uh, hope you guys play it before then. But if you guys are waiting for a good deal, that's a that's a good deal to get because it currently, I think you it's still going for. If you want all that stuff, I think the digital deluxe edition is still sixty dollars on PlayStation um, Network. So I uh, want to point that out there because I, I don't, and I know Gables, you played this game.
1: Yes, I have. I have played it for a little bit. <laughs> Just play for a lot of it. I know I should be playing for a lot of it. <laughs> like I said before, man, Horizon Zero Dawn, man, it's an excellent game. For even for what little I've experienced of it, I have enjoyed it. And be just take this world from me. It's like you're not getting anything like terrible in this package at all, man. Especially since they're going to be adding the DLC stuff with this with this like quintessentially a pseudo game of the year edition like mm-hmm. just before the end of the year <laughs> that's gonna yeah. be a new one by me but at the same point you're looking at content that's gonna last you for like at least a few weeks if not more if if you even you know, like go through the dlc stuff so it's definitely a hell of a good deal especially yeah. if you just pick up your ps4 or you're thinking about it in the next couple months or two go for it get it yeah
0: yeah G- game's excellent um I, I put about 30 hours in this game and i uh, I beat the game, but I, there's so many side quests that I didn't get to that I wanted to get to, but, uh, too many other things were pulling me away at that point in time, but, uh, I'm excited about the expansion. Uh, and this is kind of a new fad. I think that's going to be happening in gaming. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it happened last year or previous years or not. Um, uh, but something I noticed we talked about a few weeks ago, Resident Evil seven is actually releasing the gold edition on December. I think it's like December 12th or 7th or something like that. Uh, and it's basically Resident Evil Seven with all the DLC uh, packed into it. And I think that was fifty bucks or sixty bucks too. So this might be a new thing where like a game, a big AAA game that's got high praise, comes out in the first few months of the year. They re-release it right before the holidays to get the actual boost um, to this. I hope you know. If you we... Resident Evil Seven got great praise, Horizon Zero Dawn, great game, got once again equal praise if not more. Uh, so makes sense R- remind everybody that this game exists and right from sell it with everything in it for a little cheaper price yeah I'm cool yep. with that this is a cool fad uh, I'm not patient enough to wait nine months to play, play this, that game but uh, yeah that's cool um, next up uh, so Nintendo uh, is now actually pushing for they want to produce uh, 2 million switches per month now uh, huh. for the rest of the for at least for the rest of the year, um, currently. Uh, so, what's going on is, I think when they initially announced when they first started talking about the switch, the original plan was to sell I think or not sell, but ship uh, ten million switches worldwide in the first twelve months. Mm, yeah. Now they're talking about. Um, so, kind of a quote from the article on Gamespot here is to help meet the high demand for the console in Asia as well as meet Nintendo's target. Uh, production numbers in 2017, the company is aiming to uh, reach 20 million units shipped. Uh, Ship, not purchased. Shipped. Uh, tell us Switch consoles are still in short supply in Japan and won't be available in Taiwan until December. The console is expected to launch in China in early 2018. Um, the, 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 the console into countries. Whatever. Anyways, that's kind of the, that's kind of the main gist of the article. But basically, to help uh, get the the, the the target audiences out there, the current markets they're in, uh, get those people that want the thing uh, in their hands. They're pushing hard now to get those out there, and then plus they gotta—they're going to China in 2018. Uh, so a lot of a lot of stuff to cover in a short amount of time. Uh, we're you know early October, uh, but it's getting the holiday season. It's gonna probably be the hottest selling item, um, yes, as far as electronics go. Um, this holiday season, you know, obviously there's gonna maybe some toys that are bigger. But as far as like you know, electronic, uh, maybe up there with like the iPhone, probably the most uh, requested thing on people's Christmas list. Oh yeah. Um, So this is really cool to hear. You know, Uh, it feels like, and I hope this is the case. We talked about a couple weeks ago with last week, I think it was actually with the SNES Classic about um, the the way it launched was it didn't hit. It was still short supply, but it felt like a normal console launch, Mm -hmm. where it's like yeah, it's gonna sell now, but hopefully later on it's gonna be easier to find. Uh, blah blah blah. Uh, and it feels like this might be uh, kind of what they're doing again here with the, with the switch. It was like this is the hot. This is hot, guys. And it's a case where they got a strike wall, the iron tie. Like people want this thing, uh, so we gotta get this as many people's hands we can because who knows? This time next year, it might not be that big of a. Hopefully, not the case, but it might, it's it's not gonna be. But um, you know, it's, this is the hottest. It's probably gonna be the, the first winter it's out for. But anyways, it's good. You want to get this out there um, to people as it's like a super one thing. So hopefully this is going to be easier to find and people, kids that want this uh, for Christmas, get it. Uh, This is a good way to do it. I mean, it's not all going to the United States, obviously. It's going to go to Europe, Japan. and Obviously, it's going to be the – those are the three big areas I want to go to first. Uh, But yeah, this is cool. I'm happy to hear this.
1: Oh, yeah, I am too. You know, it's like the Switch has been a major success inside the U.S. since release constant sellouts, constant great games coming forward, like month after month. This is the type of launch that they should have had initially when Wii U first launched. Definitely a major improvement, though. I gotta admit, though, even with how much is left of this year still, I gotta admit, it's really impressive the way one year can turn around a company in terms of, like, say, the games that they produce with the stuff that goes forth right there. It's like, yeah, man, from perspective, you know, last year we were just talking about little things of like the games that are releasing the time, like Uncharted Four, Doom, all this and all that, plus the whole spiel with like the PlayStation Four like pro releasing and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden it's like we go forth with a Switch this year, it's getting another couple bundles before the end of the year too. That's also gonna oh, drive yeah. up some sales with Mario Gal like Mario Odyssey, pardon me, Galaxy was we. <laughs> and uh already on top of that with like the switch Two bundle that's currently at retailers i still see at least a couple of them that are still on sale at my store now regularly so that's a major improvement than what initially was a launch and stuff man it's just fantastic right now to be a nintendo fan because you got things almost on all sides you got your handheld stuff that's constantly being satisfied though with the 3ds i mean that 3ds man constant library going things but with Switch, Switch, you got great games to play at the moment. So like Breath of the Wild, you got. You obviously got little re releases of like uh, last like Wii U concepts. You know like uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe and like uh, pocket Tournament Deluxe and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the original content is coming and it's still there. Like I said, Mario Odyssey releases by the end of this month, so it's. Definitely happy to see this, the fortunes of what Nintendo's doing at the moment.
0: Yeah, and Fire Emblem comes out in like a week, I think. Like, yeah, you know, I Fire forgot Emblem about Warriors. That, Dan. I think everybody has. Uh, sadly, um, but no, it's kind of interesting actually. When you said that, like, like how great it's been, like this really the last since March, the last what eight months, seven months. Uh, when you think about it, like this show's been going on for about four and a half years, and yeah, you know, I, I go back and I've been listening to the old shows, like the original shows as we uh, as we release them, and like listen to bits and pieces of them, and it was kind of interesting just to kind of uh, over the course of this podcast, like there's not really been a lot of positive news with Nintendo. No, uh, like there's been some positive stuff with the 3DS here and there, like some great games coming up here and there, but like you really think about like outside of like a stretch, like a six month stretch in 2014. Like Mario Kart Eight, uh, Splatoon, uh, mm-hmm. Smash Brothers. Oh uh, yeah, Bayonetta Two. Few games. Uh, really, uh, outside of that, like it's been pretty uh, depressing as far as Nintendo goes. Like uh, as far as games and what's going on with them. And, like I remember you mentioned like uh, a while ago, about a year ago or so, about how basically Nintendo gave up on most of 2015 and the entirety of 2016.
1: Yes, they the did. First-
0: quarter of 2017 uh when they announced the uh what what was it called like the d uh uh, dx or no dx what was the original codename for this damn thing the
1: switch oh my god the original codename for the switch oh my god nx nx it was the nx yes yeah
0: um like that i remember they announced that and it was like i think it was like um late or early like late 2014 early 2015 or something like that yes and NX was coming and then at that point it was just like well the wii used that you know and that's pretty, pretty much essentially, yes yeah. yeah they basically gave up on two years um uh, without some other than you know a handful of games you know uh for this and it, so far it's working out for him, and i hope it keeps continues on you know we talked about it back in i want to say july or august it, it was after the previous quarter um they're at five and a half million sold uh, yep. switches and August was their biggest sales month. And we don't even know how many they sold in that point. So it's interesting. We'll find out here in a couple weeks uh, when the new quarter or when the new, when they come out with the, the Q quarter two, uh, you know, 2017 report, uh, we'll find out how they did. So, but it seems like it's killing it. Uh, we haven't got to the, ho- the first holiday season yet. So hopefully they can keep up with the demand <laughs> to a certain extent. You know, they won't be able to entirely, but uh, it's, off to an awesome start, and I hope they can. I don't know how they're going to keep pace because it seems like they uh, went guns blazing in the first you know nine months of the console. But uh, I'm curious what 2018 is going to hold for the Switch. I am um, too.
1: You know, it's what's kind of interesting is uh, they're the Switch console itself. I know they've shipped about 20 million units and stuff from what this news report and stuff has been going... that's what they're going for this... Well, uh, that's what they're trying to go for. My apologies. That's what they're trying to go for. 20 million shipped. And it's going to be crazy in the span of... Since March, if they happen to do... Sell enough to, like, uh, just outsell the lifespan of the Wii U in just six months. That would be insane.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the Wii U... uh, The final... Kind of tally of it was like around 12, 12.7, 12.8 million. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, and after four months in the market, they were already at uh, five and a half. Yep. So, I mean, they got a good shot of it in the before the, you know, in the first nine months or so of the console to at least get close to it, you know, which is awesome and depressing for the Wii U at the same time, uh, as great as that console was um, and should have been um but anyways moving on this is a kind of a non-video game thing but i think this is kind of something that's kind of up our alley uh the trailer for pokemon i choose you uh it's the 20th movie in the series of pokemon uh since it started uh they are kind of it it dropped a few days ago the trailer did um and basically with this movie the purpose of this movie is it's kind of like a reimagining of the kind of like the reimagining almost of the series in a certain extent uh, like the first episode like the first episode of Pokemon from 21 years ago mm-hmm. Pikachu, uh, Ash getting Pikachu not liking each other at first and then becoming friends and at the end of the first episode he sees uh, Ho and um, never went back to that after after the uh, 21 years later had never really gone back to that whole thing and it seems like now it's like so they're reimagining based off the trailer it, like so, you know, again they didn't like each other but they, they see ho and now it's like the journey through things like he's still going through like the 21 years of journey but he's still 10 years old um and he's actually gonna go try to find finally find that mythical pokemon that uh he um he, he he saw all those years ago um for us anyways maybe who knows how long it's been for him um but we watched we both watched the trailer. Yes. Um, I personally like. I haven't really. I haven't like. I. I I'm only gonna go back and watch like some episodes from like the original few seasons, uh, the ones I can find streaming wise, and like it's it, it's fine to whatever. It's not as great as it was obviously when you're a kid, uh, but I'm actually kind of excited for this. You know, like uh, it's it's giving that nostalgia feel, like you know I did when when Pokemon X uh, was, was released or when when they re released Pokemon Yellow, Red, yep. and Blue last year on the 3ds, like. I'm getting that feel like I'm like, oh, man, I want to watch this because I want to see, you know, like I remember all these moments, like all the moments they show in the trailer. Like I remember those moments. I remember I remember watching that when I was a kid and it bringing that back. And they're finally going to like tie up that moment from that first episode. All these years later, it's like that sounds that looks and sounds awesome to me. What about what about you? How's you, you feel watching the trailer?
1: Kind of like the same feelings of what you had, you know. I felt really nostalgic and stuff like that. I do love the little added touches that they made with uh, with Ho Oh and stuff like that, and all the other like moments and stuff. You know, all the all the things of the first episode of uh, the Pokemon anime were pretty much there in the trailer. Ash meets Pikachu. Ash gets shocked by Pikachu. He gets fought. He fights against a bunch of Spearow. That all of a sudden he sees Ho Oh at the end of it when he saves Pikachu and this and that and stuff so pretty much that's kind of common knowledge as like a pokemon fan but just seeing some of the new stuff that's inside this trailer has me kind of excited about it because you have like issues where you, you have like sort of like uh, points where pikachu's battling against one of the current like uh i think legendary pokemon or something that you can't really gain access to right now Shadow is i think it's his name hmm. then you have like little random other types of like friends and stuff that's just the thing about this it's it's quintessentially feels like a reboot of the telling of ash ketchum in terms of how not only did he encounter pikachu and stuff but also like some of the people that he meets some of the battles that he has and stuff it's more or less updated to like say 20 years or so in the future you know currently because even in the trailer i see a lot of different pokemon that were not in the kanto region from that extent so, you know what? It's got me feeling pretty excited to see how yeah. it's going to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was kind of, you know, cool. Like see, They show, like, Charmander being out in the rain, trying yep. to hide his tail from going out. And, like, that was one of the first few episodes of the original show. Uh, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I remember crying like a baby when I fucking saw that episode years like when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> and it just, like, it just hit every nostalgia thing. And also seeing some of the new stuff, like, I'm not going to pretend like I, I have the knowledge anywhere near like <laughs> you do cables, but it's like, oh, cool. They're doing it. like, I thought initially maybe it was just like, they're going to like, it's going to be the first few episodes. They're going to like redo that, but it's actually like they're covering everything. So that's cool. So basically what's going on with it, it looks like is it's coming out on November 5th and 6th in theaters oh. for two days only. Uh, I'm not going to that because I want to feel like a pedophile but uh I don't know, I would go but um but <laughs> why I would you feel like a pedophile want to do a I'm, fucking pedophile. I have a pretty film. good feeling I'm going to be the only adult there without a kid uh, and all
1: of a sudden you just cry <laughs> yeah
0: it's like, ja! Ja, Amanda!
1: uh anyways so, and then like, the parents look over at you it's like what the fuck did we just like his tail goes out
0: he dies what <laughs> don't you understand uh but no uh
1: <laughs> just the vision of adult Tyler going inside of a theater with Pokemon playing this it's like yeah! <laughs> it just sounds amazing
0: oh, oh I'd go with you Gables if you if, you, if we can go together i go uh, oh my I would god. I would I would cosplay as uh, Charmander and I'd go oh with you oh my god <laughs> just to embarrass you <laughs> oh fuck oh man yeah no I, so basically it's coming out for, it's supposed to come out for those two days uh I don't know when it's coming out, like, digital or DVD or Blu-ray or anything like that, but uh, I feel like as soon as that comes out, like, to to buy or rent, I'm going to check that shit out, because that sounds incredible. Um, Yeah. It's, you know, it's great. It's it's fun to uh, love something from your childhood again. Uh, And for the third time in four years, three years for me, they're bringing me back you know pokemon like i said pokemon x and um, y and then pokemon yellow red blue last year just a few weeks a couple weeks ago pokemon gold and silver and now bam here we go with pokemon on choose you. so that's um uh, well, pretty
1: awesome you know what tyler it just says volumes about the content and the quality of the series as a whole since its initial reveal you know it's like what what is it like almost almost 20 years since we were first introduced to uh yeah a lot of years. us yeah it's mm-hmm. about 19 years currently like for the u.s but it's been almost 20 years since pokemon first released, and we're still um, thinking about it talking about it watching playing you know yeah. that's crazy yeah.
0: i actually would be 21 because i remember last year when pokemon yellow came out it was the 20th anniversary
1: oh yeah that's true too that
0: Thing. so yeah but uh, you know, i thought it was kind of cool um but another thing, and we were talking about we were laughing and giggling about this before the show uh, you're going to have to help me with the pronunciation of it. Okay. But uh, basically, McDonald's... People don't know. Rick and Morty. Television show. Everybody loves it. Yes. Uh, I watched the first season and a half. Uh, don't dislike it, but didn't fall in love with it like everybody else did, unfortunately. Um, there's this episode where they deal with like this... Uh, sh- 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 okay, service. let me take over. Just do it. I can't.
1: <laughs> so, quintessentially, what has ended up happening was... A bunch of Rick and Morty fans kind of obviously want to have their Saskatchewan sauce. Which, this was in the episode, the the premiere of the third season of Rick and Morty. Rick goes on a tirade about traveling to the past so he can taste McDonald's Saskatchewan sauce. Ranting about it near the end of the episode. Not even hours after that episode premiered, you had people going on the Twitter, filing petitions about... You know, to McDonald's say, "Oh, hey, we want to get this Saskatchewan sauce." You know, if that Mulan promo stuff, and so finally, unbeknownst to me, McDonald's out of nowhere, like I, I'm not too sure whether it was in over a day or something like that. They just do a stealth announcement or something like that, saying, "It's like, oh, hey, for one day only, get the Saskatchewan sauce over in like select store areas." And oh my god, what resulted from that was probably one of the most hilarious things I have ever seen at a fast food chain. So, what's ended up happening is people, understandably so, some extreme Rick and Morty fans, just people just gathering around in general, piled into their McDonald's in order to try to buy a lot of the Saskatchewan sauce. But the problem being is Because it was like select like select stores and stuff, some people some stores didn't get any. Some McDonald's didn't even get any of the sauce. Some got like maybe ten cups worth of sauce. Some not even like ten packets. So it went on sale supposedly at time of this recording, Saturday, October seventh, at around two p.m. I think it was like Pacific, Eastern, whatever the hell. Basically 2 p.m. across the board. So I've seen images on Twitter, read things on Twitter where people have gotten so irate that people have had to call police on people. There have been certain fights where it's like you see it. Uh, there was one picture where there was like these freaking squ- like these SWAT people are in front of a fucking McDonald's. There's like five of them. It's like just Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just making me just laugh just the sight of this because it is absolutely positively ridiculous i mean until today i've understood the various forms of like say fandoms for some specific like shows can be extreme this this is taking it above extreme this is taking it to a fucking like apocalyptic fucking level right here yeah You're filing at a McDonald's 2 p.m. in the middle of a Saturday in order to get a freaking sauce that hadn't been available for 20 years? You know what you could have done? You could have just went to Safeway or went to a freaking grocery store. Maybe print off a recipe to make your own Mulan sauce over at the fucking Safeway. And there you go. There you go. you made your own sketch one sauce. Hey, maybe do a 3D print of the damn label. I don't know. Maybe sell it on eBay for sixteen thousand dollars, like some random dude did. I don't know. Do something with it.
0: It's just... yeah. <laughs> I, I got a, I got a, I got a very important question for you, Cables. Okay. Who, who who was worse? What was worse, actually, this or the original launch of the NES Classic?
1: Oh, oh my God! That's actually a good question.
0: <sighs> I'm gonna go with what was worse was McDonald's. Because as far as I know, there was no uh, police and riot gear outside of like Toys R Us and Best Buy. Okay, plots.
1: let's put this in the perspective right here. Now we've know the NES Classic. There was like maybe one or two, maybe initially sent sold. Set, in the sold. World. Yeah, not just in the entire world, but like for like each individual like retailers. Justin's got fifty percent of them. My area only had like maybe two at my Walmart. Well, at McDonald's. Even around my county, there was not a single package of that thing even freaking sold. Because it was only select stores in like big areas, whereas Mm. the NES Classic was available even to smaller areas to a lesser extent. So, let's put this in mind. There was more NES Classics being sold than McDonald's Saskatchewan sauce. Yeah. (laughs)
0: well be fair there's a lot more there's a lot more mcdonald's than there are walmart's best buy so much rest
1: target that's very true too so
0: but yeah it, it that that i didn't know this was a thing until <laughs> earlier this afternoon and i didn't know this is a how big a thing it was until uh a couple hours ago yeah this is oh excuse me oh whew, sorry i best. <laughs> but yeah this is a. This is quite hilarious. I, I love this. It's especially funny, like, watching this from, like, as a non-Rick and Morty fan. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm not mad about it. It's just funny. It's like, maybe this is how people feel when they, like, they see people freaking out about NES Classics just waiting at midnight or staying, waiting in line for 12 hours for it or SNES Classics. You know I what? Know. I thought it was pretty funny. What? You
1: know what? This makes me, this, like, actually makes me, like... Uh see irony in the span of the same people that are criticizing gamers for like waiting in line for their favorite consoles or their favorite games going in line to wait for a fucking packet of sauce (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my god just the pictures like literally like 300 people stacked in line just to wait for a fucking sauce Uh.
0: (laughs) yeah Uh. I i hope it's like a willy wonka type of thing where like the sauce tastes terrible
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I kind of hope so. I hope they hope just unfreezed it from their fucking freezers for like 20 years ago and just started to serve. The, hey, there you go.
0: Yeah. And I, I do want to point out that, like you mentioned, the guy on eBay that sold it, uh, the, the gallon jug of it, uh, the DCD was his, uh, is his Twitter handle. Yep. And he actually, a majority of that money he raised went to Extra Life.
1: Yes. Put a little sign in there for you guys. There you go. So, it comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, just so want to point that out. But yeah, this is this is awesome. I love this. This makes me want to go and rewatch the rest of uh uh Rick and Morty. Um give them that a chance.
1: Well to be perfectly honest with you and stuff, I'm sort of like a casual Rick and Morty fan. I have watched episodes here and there, but I'm not as extreme as some of the fan base can be. Oh.
0: I feel yeah. like you either had to be a fan of it, like an extreme fan, or just didn't like it at all, so
1: No, I'm just in the middle. I didn't realize there was an option. <laughs> uh
0: yeah. No, that's that. It's funny. I I love the fact that this is a thing,
1: and I hope this
0: continues to be a thing. I hope they just like randomly pop up here and there. I'll say the whole riot gear thing, the whole riot police. That that seems like a little over overkill. Um, uh, but anyways, wanna uh, should we jump into what we've been playing lately? Yes. All right, cool. Uh, you cool with me going first, real quick? Go uh, ahead. All right, cool. So I played a couple games. Uh, Talked about last week with Justin. Played some more Cuphead. Uh. Fucking goddamn! The game is hard. It's so <laughs> hard. It's, it's <laughs> so hard, guys. Uh, I um, talk, we talked about a lot last week how like the style is amazing. Like this game, it, it was my my concern going into it was like this game's gonna be all style, and the game's gonna be meh at best. Uh, kind of find out this game is actually incredible, incredibly well made. Uh, the platforming, the uh, the boss fights, everything about this game is excellent. Uh, but I cannot play this game anymore. I can't do it. It's so hard. I can't do it. It's. I just. I. I don't have the skills, physically or mentally, to do it anymore. Like there's. So there's three worlds. Uh, when I talked last week, I think I beat two bot. There's like five, five or six bosses in each world. And then each world has, like, two platforming levels. And then there's, like, and then the other levels are just boss fights. That's it. And they all have, like, three or four forms. Uh, when I talked about last week, I beat one one running good level and, I think, two bosses. And that's on the regular difficulty. Um, I played it a lot, like, last Sunday after we recorded. And I had this really weird... I put, like, six hours in this game. And I had this really weird stretch from, like, an hour and a half. I beat, like, five bosses and got to World 2, uh, and I was just beating them like that. Like, no real issue at all um, compared to for this game. Like, some bosses... Like, one boss in the first world, like the third boss I fought, took me two hours. Two Whoa. fucking hours to beat. And I kept getting in the same spot and dying. And I finally beat them. Uh, so I got got to that... I got all that, and I, I beat all these. And I'm like, I'm on a roll. And I kept playing, kept playing, and I kept getting... I just could not beat these... I, I, I spent like an hour on one boss in World 2. And I keep in the same spot towards the end and I die. So I'm like, all right, I need to see a break from him, try somebody else. And I fought the other ones for a little bit and I can't beat him anymore. I just can't do it. I just, I just don't have the skills and the speed and the mental quickness and toughness, all that stuff you need to do this game anymore. Uh, I love it. It's, it's incredibly fun to look at. Uh, I want to keep playing games cause I want to see more bosses. You go, like I, I mentioned last week, there's a simpler mode you can put it on and it's called simpler. Uh, you fight them, but you don't fight the last um, the last form of the boss. Um, but you can't beat the game unless you beat them, beat all the bosses on the regular difficulty level. Oh,
1: so it's there kind you of,
0: go. It's kind of pointless to beat to play the game on simpler mode, other than just to see all the bosses. Um, but you don't you don't really get the gratification of beating them because you really didn't actually beat them. Um, but yeah, I mean this game is absolutely incredible. I I I. I Say anybody that is interested in this game, I think there's a demo. Check out the demo, uh, but be warned: this game is tough as uh, as nails. Uh, but yeah, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't have it in me anymore. Like, if I continue to play this game much longer, I'm gonna be out um, an eighty dollar controller and a sixty five inch four K television, <laughs> uh, and, and possibly a house, because uh, there's a few moments where I wanted to. just Fucking chuck that goddamn controller at my television, fucking dragon, man! So goddamn hard. um Yeah, it, it's it's excellent. I have no actual complaints about the game, other than I just I can't I can't beat the game. That's it. Is I am not a good enough gamer, and I've talked about it before. I'm not good at video games outside of Madden. Uh, so I'm surprised as I got I got as far as I did. Um, but I, I'm. I'm I'm this is me tapping out. I'm tapping out right. <laughs> now. Done. Uh, but the other game I played this week and I just uh, evil think two comes out this Friday and I'm just like, ah, I got a couple weeks weeks since I'm, I'm I, I've rage quitted uh cuphead for the 75th and final time. Um, I, I'm going to check out. I'm going to play another game. Uh, so it was either that it was either this game or Resident Evil seven. And I didn't want to play Resident Evil seven and evil within two back to back. So, I started playing the game. I picked this up a few months ago on a sale and I've been wanting to get to it for a while and I finally did. It's a game called Rime. Uh, R I M E is how it's spelled. Um, So, this game, I I think it's like 30 bucks maybe. I think it's 30 bucks physically or 20 bucks digitally. I think there's like a price. It's coming to the Switch, I think, later this uh, month or year. I think it's October or November. Um, But uh, it is. A game that if Last Guardian and Journey like combined into one, this is that game. Uh, with a little bit of Wind Waker-ish kind of uh, look to it. I, I guess more Journey, actually. Maybe maybe a little bit of Wind Waker... Like a dash of Wind Waker uh, graphics thrown in there. Um, but this game is uh, uh, incredible. I love this game so much. Uh, it is... There's no real challenge to it. There's no combat to it. Uh, it is a game where you wake up. You're a child maybe in his 10, 11, early teens kind of thing stage. And you wake up on this island. Uh, you washed up on it. You're on the beach. And you're going around this, this island. And just kind of discovering there's puzzles you got to solve. There's this weird fox uh, that kind of like shows you to the next section you gotta go to is kind of like your guide yeah and it's just like it's an entire game it's just a mystery like i the entire time i played the game i had no idea what the story was until like the end i figured it out um, and kind of in a way they like throw it in your face like this is this is what's going on this entire time like oh okay uh other than that there's really no way i don't really think of figuring out until maybe the last 45 minutes to an hour and it's not a super long game it's maybe four to six hours depending on how smart you are as a gamer. So for me, it was like just took me about nine hundred hours. Um, but uh, so kind of the core thing is just platforming, a lot of climbing, and just puzzle solving. It's not actually yeah. like I'm not like the smartest guy in the world when it comes to puzzle solving and in, in, uh, in games. Like I'm pretty good at Picross actually, surprisingly. Uh, that's more of a math thing to me than anything else. But uh, as far as puzzle games, like I'm not the best. These games like they feel like on the level of difficulty as like a Zelda game. Right. Right. Like maybe an Uncharted game. Uh, Like actually a little harder, more difficult than Uncharted. And Uncharted, a little difficult for me sometimes, but for the most part, fairly simple. Uh, They're on that level where they're not incredibly hard, but they're, uh, when you do solve them, you still feel good. And like, like, oh, that's actually a pretty impressive puzzle. Like some of them actually took me a few minutes to figure out. Like I've never was stumped at a spot for 20 minutes or to the point where I had to look up a guide um but it's the entire but it went this game just went at a really good pace it's a very linear game it feels open but at the same point like like you look at like oh this is like a pretty big uh, world you made here but it's actually a pretty linear game um but it's kind of hard to talk about without spoiling because it's kind of like i mean it's like a, a journey type of game where it's more like it's the sound it's the feel it's the graphics it's everything about this game is what makes this game talking about it doesn't do it justice where if they have this grand orchestra that hits at like the right points uh there's a fox in the game and someone that loves dogs uh i love that fox i don't even even know his name um but he was was cool to me he barks so he's cool enough to me (laughs) um but yeah it's just kind of cool like the journey that this kid was going on and like going through this world there's like like cave paintings almost. Uh, they're basically paintings, just not in a cave, um, on the wall that kind of tell you like the story of what's going on in this island. Uh, and you know, like you're like you solving this puzzle on the way through. Um, man, I don't know what I to say about without spoiling anything. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you move at a decent pace where you never get bored of the puzzles. They add new puzzles. They change puzzles out uh, at, a, at a well enough pace for a fairly short game um that i never was ever bored and by the end of it i was ready for it to be over um but i was i was at the same point i kind of wanted more um but i thought everything about this game is fantastic and i'm not doing a good job of describing why um but i would say check out some stuff on youtube watch some videos you'll know if you like a journey or you want you want more of a it's not i don't know if i want to put on the scale like say it's as great as journey or even to me personally, as great it's nowhere near as good as Last Guardian. Uh, but if you're a person that likes those types of games, a game about style and sound, puzzle solving, world building, uh, and with a pretty good story, uh, like check it out. Like the mystery in this game and discovering the the, the mystery and everything was is excellent. Um, might be able to find a. Little, fairly cheap now like i think you got the size price of 30 bucks like i said uh but yeah it, it, it's an awesome game uh it's probably gonna be my game of the year um man i just i don't know what to say about it because it's there's no there's no, there's no combat it's just mm. puzzles you can't oh, i don't know it's just it's frustrating because i can't describe it better but it's an awesome game and i want more people to check it out um like i said check out some trailers some gameplay of it. Um, if you like that style of game, you'll know you'll like that style. I guess I'll say um, it's a fairly cheap game. But yeah, that's rhyme. Awesome game. I love that game. Um, so yeah, that's that's really what I've been playing this week. I'm just kind of keeping shit clear. I've been, I played at, oh, I guess I played Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game uh, episode three. Uh, I'm enjoying that quite a bit too. That too. Um, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy the movie. Um, but in video game form, which I love, Guardian of the Galaxy, the movies. Uh, so if you like that, check that shit out too, because it's pretty funny. The character's are great, the music's awesome. Uh, all of it's great. That's really it. I'm just trying to, you know, like I said, I'm trying to keep my, uh, my gaming options open uh, because we are getting to that point where. Shit's about to hit the fan because oh, yeah. once Friday hits, Evil Within 2 hits, and then South Park's four days later, then 10 days later, we got Assassin's Creed, Yep. Uh, Mario Odyssey, and Wolf 2. So uh, I'm not trying to drive myself up into anything right now. Just trying to keep options open and just uh, prepare myself for um, the craziness that's about to assume that is in October. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm playing. What about you, Gables?
1: You know what prior to popular belief I do play more than just Pokemon games. But you I don't know you. <laughs> But you know I did manage to finish Pokemon Gold. Oh nice. And that's going to be interesting. And this is definitely an interesting thing whereas I finished it around I would say like around 26 27 hours in total went through i blazed through all of the after game stuff after beating the elite four and the Champion. so i went through each gym the only really big story thing that happens throughout the kanto region and stuff like that is basically you try to repair the magnet train by going through and these are basically spoilers that have been around for the past like since 2001 pretty much
0: Sixteen year old game get over it, people
1: yeah exactly so basically you had to go through and try to uh, not only get to the power plant and stuff like that to talk to the NPC character that he's missing his part to his freaking generator and stuff, but you had to go back to cerulean, go through that uh, where the old nugget bridge is at, encounter that team rocket member that speaks in like gibberish. Then you got to go through find him in the cerulean gym and stuff, beat him get the part, return it back to the power plant and stuff, and the guy gives you this move called uh, Zap Cannon. Well, the electric move Zap Cannon is sort of similar in terms of accuracy of dynamic punch, where the accuracy-wise, 50% hit rate. So it's probably one of the worst type of hit rates in regards to, say, a powerful move. Now, granted, the the move itself is probably pretty close if not higher than say thunder in terms of power or like a, you know for dynamic punch is like it's higher than some of the stronger like uh, fighting moves but anyway like i said before i played through all of the kanto stuff going through each gym and basically i did it with like four different pokemon Sure, I had my Typlosion and my Ampharos and stuff, but uh, I just decided to... I gave Eevee pretty much a break. I just did not even take it because it was taking way too long just to evolve it into the Umbreon that I wanted. So I just basically used four Pokemon throughout that Mm -hmm. entire Kanto stuff. I beat gym leaders like Erica and Sabrina, and I gave the moves that they handed out for TMs like Giga Drain and Psychic to my Zatu. Tutu and stuff, that's what I nicknamed her. And uh, basically, what I went through is when I went through all the Kanto stuff and I went to Mount Silver, I had Pokemon that were at least in their early to somewhat close to like the, um, at least the mid-50s. So I get to the final battle, which the final battle is against Red who is the main protagonist of the red, blue, and yellow games. The thing was, I had forgotten one thing about this battle. And that was how over-leveled that red was in comparison to how you are towards the end of the game. Because here I am, my party's in their 50s, and he has starts with a level 81 Pikachu. Oh, shit. And so you go through each of his teammates after Pikachu. Pikachu is the highest level Pokemon that he has on his team. At 81. The rest are like in their mid to late 70s. So going through already of a little advantage, disadvantage and stuff. I had to go through and try to wear down this Pikachu. Use my Ursa Ring that I have. Since I <laughs> involved my Ted Ursa into Ursa Ring. And did all sorts of various other shit. Taught it. All sorts of various moves. It has Earthquake. Along with holding an item called Soft Sand. Which powers up the move. I knocked out the Pikachu, but I'll tell you what, the Snorlax, oh here's the thing, I go through Pikachu, hardly any problems, Espeon, a little bit of trouble, had to revive a few of my party members, but Snorlax, the constant resting and then waking up after barely doing any damage to it, that got annoying so quick, but uh, I will say, I did not... White out. I did not lose once against Red during this final battle. I had enough health replenishing items, enough revives and max revives that I basically had probably one of the most intense battles in Pokemon that I possibly have had in quite a long time. It was definitely the most satisfying when I think about it because I did it with four Pokemon, half of which I've never even used before and so I have a playthrough. So, what ended up happening was, (laughs) ironically, it ended the same way as I went through and I played through against Lance, the champion of the Elite Four. Red had his Charizard. I had my Typlosion. Pretty much at full health and stuff. I had to combine the efforts of a lot of my different teammates in order to damage and try to get this uh, Charizard off the field and stuff. It just came down to at least two Pokemon, one of which was my Typlosion. I used Thunder Punch a couple of different times. I had to hit at least three or four solid Thunder Punches on this Charizard in order to take him out. But I did it with like only 9 HP left of my Typlosion. <laughs> 9 HP. I had at least one creature that was still remaining, and it was very vulnerable to fire types. So, <laughs> all in all and stuff, I beat that game by the skin of my teeth, and man, it just felt really good afterwards. But other than that, I played, I did continue on playing a little bit of Pokemon Diamond. I have not gotten too far from staying in the whole Mount Coronet and stuff. And I do realize it is kind of funny that I go from finishing one Pokemon game that I started in the middle of playing another one and then continue back to the previous, you know? (laughs) But like I said before, I'm almost at the Elite Four and Champion, so I'm almost at the end of that game. But what I would like to talk about is something entirely different. You guys may remember this game. Those who are listening... Tyler, you probably remember me playing this a while back, but I played a lot of Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to report I have finally gotten the Platinum on Persona 4 Dancing All Night.
0: Oh, shit. Nice.
1: Dude, I spent close to around the same time as I did playing Pokemon Gold. I like 26, 27 hours, and I got everything inside that game without even realizing it. I went through and unlocked all the the little uh excuse me i had to burp (laughs) (laughs) he's also drinking
0: october fest
1: oh i know right (laughs) (laughs) i unlocked all the little scenes between different characters on different tracks and stuff i bought all the items in the store equipped all these different types of accessories this that and stuff quintessentially the last trophies i had to unlock was just cosmetic stuff I'll tell you what, for as much as I played that game, I was not bored at all with it. There wasn't slogs at a time where I felt like it was going to be kind of a grind in order to get anything done, you know, unlike uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, which that did drag on, and there were some parts which were utterly frustrating, what with spawning choppers going down the hill by themselves and into fucking (laughs) ponds or lakes that I couldn't get the gain access to, or have random people or something to play with and then all of a sudden it's like never hearing from them again, you know. It's just this persona 4 dancing on my platinum is the I think actually it is. It's the first time that I've actually 100% completed something entirely on my vita. That's taken away Motorstorm RC, which basically I platinumed the PS3 version and unlocked it on automatically on my uh vita you know mm. so this is definitely a special one i did that after we recorded yes last saturday <laughs> so i stayed up until like about 1 30 or 2 of my time in the morning Man. in order to do that because when here's the thing about me tyler every time that i get to a specific point in the game where i feel like okay i'm getting in that groove i gotta finish this Sometimes it takes an hour, sometimes it takes about four. And uh, once I get it done, I am automatically satisfied, and I am just thoroughly good with it. So, yep, that's pretty much what I've been playing for the freaking week. (laughs) And it's going to be different come next week.
0: Cool, because you're going to play play Star Fox 2.
1: Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Now that you mentioned it, I did play a little bit of Star Fox too. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad you told you she said something about that because I had almost forgotten the NES Classic. You know the S, you know the NES Classic, you know being out of stock and all this other shit. But the SNES Classic that uh, I had a chance to play a little bit of it. You know, playing I actually played through the original Star Fox completely. Beat that game. That was fine and stuff I did the same things that I normally would do try playing star fox 2 that game is entirely different in terms of like how the gameplay style is it's a combination between star fox sixty four and like star fox command how it was in the ds
0: Ugh.
1: Well, why I say star fox command is because there are it's sort of like an overlay that where you have to go to specific points in order to battle against like uh like, different missiles, different enemies and stuff. You're basically trying to protect Corneria from being destroyed by Andross and his forces. Now, along the way, you get to the you get to face off against random characters, say, like, uh, from Star Wolf. You know, like like Pigma, that pig that turned traitor and stuff on Star Fox's dad. Then you got Leon and stuff, that chameleon that, you know, it's kind of weird looking at the 2D sprites and his eyes are all moving everywhere. It's just fucking creepy. But what I've noticed, though, is when I go through and battle specific things, now here's the thing. It may be like an overworld map and stuff, but it once you get into specific points, you get to go into that sort of like an on rail style where there's a little map at the corner of the screen where you can check to see where your opponent is at or whatever. And then you just basically go through and just fire upon the enemy. And if you get through and beat them, you can actually finish those little miniature stages and stuff Like, almost barely, like, in a minute, or, like, barely a few seconds inside of there. Which I thought that was kind of cool. It basically gives you... You know how, like, in a turn-based strategy game where you move... Like, say, in a Fire Emblem game where you move different spots, face you against your enemy and stuff, and all just it just flashes a little animated scene where you don't have control over it and do this and do that? Yeah. It sort of reminded me of that. Only... Mm -hmm. There are things constantly happening, like say in a real time strategy game. The difference being is once you get to that specific point to face off against something, you have total control to where how you're going to beat this thing and how you're gonna do that. You and your R Wayne doing this and do that. I will say, it's definitely fucking strange playing this game. It's not a strange bad, but at the same time it feels a al- it feels complicated. Like I gotta not only manage these missiles that are trying to aim towards corneria but i gotta also manage trying to beat these different types of like star cruisers that are about to fire these freaking lasers at the planet it's like i gotta micromanage two or three different things in order to you know try to cover my bases and try to advance towards andros whereas even with the original star fox i had three paths i can go go by you know like an easy path going straight center, maybe a medium path, maybe in the bottom right, a hard path with the top left and stuff. At least it gives me the option to where I can go forth and progress through. It's a lot simpler that way. I thought going with Star Fox Two, it just feels like almost an entirely different game. I mean, hell, this game should have released back then around two thousand, like nineteen ninety six, and stuff like that when the game was already like ninety percent done. I mean, hell. I would have played it. I would have loved to have gobbled that thing up back when uh, the N64 first launched. Because, hell, Star Fox 2. I love that Star Fox. You know, do this and do that. But uh, at the same time, I don't think this is a bad game. I actually think this is a pretty decent game. I just don't have any fucking clue how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that should do it. <laughs> well, you are here first, guys.
0: Uh, Gable's Game of the Year 2017, Star Fox 2 oh fuck nobody saw it coming <laughs> little did you know Justin and Gable uh, Gables are both going to make this number one Game of the Year uh, ahead of Mario Odyssey and uh, Zelda So,
1: and then all of a sudden somebody's going to stealth play Unravel 2
0: <laughs> fuck you man why are you going to bring that up man <laughs> I, I gotta go to bed here soon, and then I'm gonna, I gotta think about Unraveled. I ain't gonna sleep now. And when I do go to sleep, finally, I'm gonna I have nightmares about fucking Yarny.
1: You're gonna have nightmares uh, of fucking Yarny drinking your Oktoberfest. I'll we'll bet
0: your dog. Dude, that's fucked. That's fucked. How you shut your whore mouth, cables. That's just wrong.
1: Oh my god. Here, Louie. He's just petting with his fucking yarn. <laughs>
0: Yarny will never come near Louie, okay? Piece of shit. (laughs) I hope hope at the end of the game he died in a fire. (laughs) Fuck you, Yarny. You
1: adorable
0: piece of shit. Mm.
1: Just douse Yarny in a bunch of Szechuan sauce or something like that and have just these random brick and boardy fans just eat the shit out of it.
0: (laughs) Fine with me. Fine with me. Probably definitely, you know, you know, you know, it definitely tastes like shit if it has yarny in it. <laughs> so, that's all yarnies involved with. Shit, Justin. <laughs> you fucking prick. <laughs> uh, anyways, Unravel's a bad game, you guys. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, <laughs> if you, I don't know how to transition out of uh, the shit game like Yarn, uh, Unravel. But, um, once again before I leave check out extra-life.org if you're interested in the in the charity and raising money for sick kids by playing video games uh, those all sound like great things to me uh, but if you want to hear more from us we are on Facebook we have a page and group uh, Drunk-Nerds on there uh, like and join us on there actually and then on Twitch drunk at drunk Nerds Pod, follow us on there uh, and then on iTunes obviously we're on there uh drunk nerds drunk dashers podcast uh, best place to go if you want to know when the podcast is out uh, subscribe to us on itunes uh, leave us a five-star review leave us a nice little comment greatly appreciate it uh, jack's got a brand new credit card with your ah. name on it uh, if you leave us that review and um also youtube uh drunkenness podcast subscribe to us in there podcast also goes over there give us a like says nice little comment we read all the comments that go on there most of them uh, are just uh uh fake people uh commenting on a thing uh so that's the thing and then also on twitch um drunkenness podcast we're on there as well so check us out all those places leave reviews in all those places if you can um you can actually reviews on facebook for pages so that's a thing uh so yeah check us out all those places like i said Thank you guys for listening.
1: I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next week everyone, play your games and just be nice to each other. Seriously. There's a lot of That's dicks right. in this world. Don't be yeah. that dick.
0: Most of them are in Washington <laughs> DC. Um <laughs> Damn it, I thought we can go a week without without a Donald Trump thing. Uh damn it, I did it again. Uh <laughs> but no. I wanna I wanna give one little quick thing out to uh Mr. Petty, Tom, if I if I may um uh thank you so much for everything you've done uh for not only the music world but the world in general uh rest in power my friend um but yeah until next time guys this is the top Eddie. have a good weekend